You're listening to the Course Creation Bites podcast, bite-sized lessons for busy business owners creating, launching, and selling their own course. Each week, you'll get short, practical lessons that focus on one part of your online course creation journey and an easy action step to go away and implement. Here's your host, Sam Winch, the course creator, not the lunchtime food. Let's get started. Welcome to episode 10 of Course Creation Bites. I'm Sam and today we're talking about tracking. Look, just about everything we do on the internet is tracked in some way. I bet you have a computer full of cookies and not the yummy chocolate chip kind with businesses who have left little bits of code that track where you go and what you do and what you look at. Um, Look, I'd hate for anyone to know what I do on the internet, but they am sure that they do. And if they want to have a look, go for gold. So what I want to talk about then is tracking your students. Are you currently tracking, or if you're in the middle of building a course, are you thinking about how you're going to track their usage? Now, there's a couple of reasons why we do this. Tracking lets us see how the course is working. So if we're tracking their current usage and we've seen that they've used module one and module two and module three, and then they never get to module four, what we can do is start to look at why, what's not working. So tracking allows us to see where content is working well because students are progressing smoothly and tracking allows us to see where content isn't working well because people stop and get stuck. Now that getting stuck might happen for a couple of reasons. Maybe something just happened in their life that pulled them away, but it's possible that the content in that section got too hard and too difficult. It's possible that they don't understand the task and they don't know what they need to do. It's possible that the task, although they understand it, just looks too big and overwhelming and they've put it in a too hard basket and haven't come back to it. There are lots of reasons why your little bit of course content might not be working for them, but if we're tracking their moments and movements, if we're tracking their movements and we can see where they're up to, then we know when they get stuck and it allows us to go and assess why it's not working. Without that tracking, we can't see where they're stuck. We can't see what they're clicking on. We can't see what's going on for them. So that course tracking primarily allows us to see what's not working. We can analyze where they get stopped and stuck. It might also mean that you need to put something in there that motivates people. So if you've got a course planned and everyone gets stuck at module four, maybe module four is where you add a live bonus call or um, some group coaching or some way where they can come and get assistance because you know that that's a bit where people are going to get stuck. And so you're going to preemptively offer extra support at that point. You can even tell them, you can tell them in advance. You can tell them in the welcome pack, like you're going to do great module one, two, and three. You might get a little bit stuck in module four, but that's okay because I've got a live Q&A call coming up that week and I will help you on the way through. You know, you can be there for them in advance and preempt the problem before it happens. The other side of this is we can see what's working well, especially if you've got tracking where you can see when they've revisited content multiple times. So you can see which content is popular. You can see the bits that people want to go back and reread because they're finding it really helpful. You can see the bits that people visit time and time again over time. If they get access forever, right? If they get to come back to it whenever they want, you can see which bits they're coming back to on a regular basis and which bits they're actually using. So not only does it show us the content that's not working, which is helpful and and definitely very useful, but it shows us the content that is working. 
on this basis then as well, we can start to build new products. We can start to build things that we think they will want based on their experience with the last one. And we can follow trends. If you see that for a period of time, people are actively coming back to your SEO modules, you can see that perhaps people are at a point where they start to want to learn more about this and you can offer services or courses about that subject. Following this tracking is great from a learning point of view, from a student engagement point of view, right? We want to provide great outcomes for them and it allows us to see the content that's working and not working. But it's also great from a strategy point of view, from a business growth point of view. You can see where people are getting stuck. Now, if you can't offer the solution inside this course, although I'd really like to hope you can fix the problem inside that course, this is where you can upsell. You can sell people into bonus content. You can sell people into one-on-one support. You can sell people into done-for-you services based on where you know people just give up and go, you know what, I don't, I don't want to do it myself. It's too hard. I don't care. That's your opportunity to sell the solution, and that solution might be you doing it for them. It also allows you then to upsell into other courses and programs. If you can see what's working, if you can see what they love, if you can see what they're going back to time and time again, that's great material for your upsell, for your next course, for all sorts of bits and pieces. So from a business decision, tracking what they're up to is really useful for you in all sorts of ways. As always, this short course creation bite has an action step. You will not be able to build and launch a course by listening to me talk about courses. I wish it was that easy, but it's not. Instead, you need to go away and do something. And today's doing is tracking. Now, this varies depending on the course platform that you're using and the software that you're getting involved with. And I can't cover all of those in this one tiny bite-sized lesson, but I will encourage you to go and look at the piece of software you've chosen and have a look at can it track users, how it tracks users, and the kind of stats it gives you. If you've already got a course and it's running live, go and find that tracking information, that user information, and start to have a look at it. Really analyze it and see what's working and what's not. If you haven't picked your piece of course software yet, I hate to just give one solution because it really depends on what you're trying to do, but go and have a look at something like Member Vault only because it gives incredible tracking and it really allows you to see what people are using and what they're not using and it even rewards them with engagement points based on their usage. Kind of cool when it comes to gamification, which is a subject I'm sure we will cover in another podcast episode. Okay, time for all the podcasty bits. If you've loved this episode, I'd really appreciate it if you would share it with your friends or tell people about it, especially if you think they will find it helpful. Make sure that you have subscribed so that you can get future episodes and better still leave a review. Podcast reviews are like gold, so I would really appreciate it if you took a couple of moments to leave a review for me about the podcast. Lastly, why not come over and join our free Facebook group, Turning Your Content Into courses. There's some great interaction that happens over there. I'm in and out on a regular basis to answer your questions and you get to learn from other course creators about the things you can do to help you grow your course and your audience. That's it for this episode, but as always, I will catch you next time. Mm -hmm.